You're listening to coverage of the Berks County Boys and Girls Basketball Semifinals on 830 WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond. Coming up, we head back to Santander Arena for more Berks County Boys Basketball as Redding takes on Muhlenberg. Only on the voice of Berks and beyond, 830 WEEU. The Voice, 830 WEEU Weather. Here's the exclusive three-day AccuWeather forecast. Clear skies, cold for tonight, low 17. Sunshine and clouds, a shower in spots, late in the afternoon, high 41. Thursday night, evening rain and snow, otherwise clouds will break, low 31. Friday, windy, partial sunshine, high 40. For Saturday, cloudy and breezy, with a high 38. This is Andy Robb reporting for News Talk 830 WEEU. This is a WEEU sports presentation. WEEU sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by... Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU, and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball, presented by Cross Keys Insurance, only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond, and online at 830weeu.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. WEU's coverage of Berks County High School basketball postseason continues. Tonight, it is a boys' semifinal. Muhlenberg Mules and the Redding Red Knights squaring off for the third time. First round went to Muhlenberg. Round two went to the Red Knights. Round three comes back here to Santander Arena to take on Wilson. Wilson with a win over Burke's Catholic in the other semifinal. We'll have the final of a quadruple header when we come back. Muhlenberg at 14 and 8. Redding High at 16 and 7. High School Basketball is presented to you by Krosky's Insurance. It's live on WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. Tell your friends, no matter where they are, they can tune us in at 830weu.com. Back to 7th and Penn Street, Santander Arena with a pregame show after this. At Cross Keys Insurance, we don't just sell insurance, we help you buy it. The right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent, and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit rednersmarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at rednersmarkets.com. 
Welcome back to Santander Arena alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCorgan. Wilson beats Burks Catholic in game three in the other boys semifinal 59-46. So the winner of Muhlenberg and Reading High plays the Bulldogs on Friday back here at Santander Arena. And so it's time for us to dig in to round three. Again, Muhlenberg win one game one in double overtime. Reading High won in a whitewash. The game you heard last week on WEU 83-46 over the Mules. What happens in round three? Tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by REMAX real estate agent Phil Macaronis. If you're buying or selling a home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame. With over 20 years of experience finding countless buyers and sellers, keys to their real estate transactions. Call 610-670-2770. Ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Rich Garcella has got his keys to the Mules and the Red Knights. Let's start with the sixth seed, the Muhlenberg Mules. They, after their lopsided loss to Reading eight days ago at the Geigel Complex, the Mules want to control the tempo. Both teams like to push it. The Mules want to control it at their pace. Two, they want to also control their emotions. There's a, there was a lot riding uh, on tonight's games in the semifinals. They've split the games. They, they had a lot of emotion in that first game at Muhlenberg in January, beating Reading in double overtime. They want to use emotions in a positive way. And the third thing is... Limit Redding's second shots, and that's keeping Yadiel Cruz off the glass. My X Factor for the Mules is point guard Jaden Kantner. He was the he was the uh, let's put it this way, he was the reason why the Mules were able to win to beat Redding in January. He's going to be a key because his he can match anybody's speed on Redding. The keys for the Redding Red Knights, the number two seed. Keep their composure. The same thing. They've got to play under control. They control their emotions in a very positive way last Tuesday against the Mules. Same thing. Limit the rebounds. They don't want the Mules to get second shots. The Mules are really scrappy. They, have, they play very aggressively. They go after the ball, limit their shots, or limit their rebounds. And the third thing, Reading wants to take good shots. And they took a lot of good shots last <laughs> Tuesday at the Geigel Complex in that big victory that sealed the Division I championship. The X Factor for the Red Knights, I, I can name him every game, Nick Chapman. Nick Chapman is the heart and soul of the Red Knights. He, is, he has the intangibles, but he also plays tremendous defense. Bob? Well, you kind of you took the words out of my mouth in terms of what I was going to say because if there was a difference between game one and game two, not that he's worth 40 points of a difference, <laughs> but Nick Chapman did not play in the overtime win Correct. by Muhlenberg out with the orbital injury back after missing several games for the Red Knights and did play. Again, it was eight games total that he missed with the orbital injury plays with a mask on his face but that doesn't bother nick chapman at all i think he likes playing with a mask on his face but he obviously was there he had 18 points for for reading high in that game in which the red knights were very impressive we asked yeah. francis kamara before the game is that the best game you played he said if you factor in all aspects of things yeah it was our best game yeah there was no doubt about it they controlled the game from the very start they took command at the beginning of the game they, it was senior night at the Geigel. They played with emotion, but they were controlled emotion. They played. They still played with a lot of poise, and but you can see the aggression in the Red Knights compared to the Mules. I don't expect that tonight. I expect the Mules to be come out here fired up. I expect them to be a lot more aggressive than they were last Tuesday, 
and I expect that this game to go to the be decided in the fourth quarter. Just a little bit of a history lesson for you for these two programs. Muhlenberg making its, or looking to make its seventh appearance in a Berks County championship game. Their last championship game appearance in Berks County, you've got to go back to 1974. They lost to Exeter 72-55. The last Berks title for the Mules, you go back to 1969. They beat Daniel Boone 61-51. Not quite the same for the Reading High Red Knights. Reading High, this is the piece of the puzzle you have to remember. Reading High only became a part of the Berks Conference in 1980. Before that, they played in the old Central Penn League. So it's only 44 years that Reading High has been in the Berks League, and they've been in the championship game 33 times in 44 years, looking to make it one more. How many titles have they won? Well, they've won more than anybody, 25 titles including beating last year beating Exeter last year so that's a little bit of a history lesson Matt Flowers wants to hear none of that he wants to I'll be curious to see Matt is laid low but a very fiery guy and I'm curious to see how his approach was after that game do you try to figure to Muhlenberg look let's just forget about it it was a bad 32 minutes forget about it or do you say, no, don't forget about it? I think they, I think they're going to use this as fuel because they don't want to be embarrassed, and they were embarrassed by the Red Knights. No doubt about it. Reading control from start to finish. The crowd was going crazy <laughs> at the guy goal. It, it's a nice crowd here tonight, but it's not as intimidating yeah. for opposing teams as the guy goal is. I expect the, the Mules to come out playing with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. Shamar Killens was excellent in the first game, that double overtime game for Muhlenberg. He had 29 in that one, only five in the loss of the Geico. So, again, some of the things that factor in to the difference in the two scores, how will it all play out tonight with a bid in a championship game on the line? Tonight's starting lineups are brought to you by UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day to keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities Employees Credit Union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college. Now, UECU wants to be there for you. Visit UECU.org to get started. Federally insured by NCUA, equal housing opportunity lender. For the Mules, coached by one of their own in Matt Flowers. He's in his third season in Laurel. Of course, he was a longtime assistant with Rick Perez at Reading High. Those two are now on the Muhlenberg bench with Rick Perez, now Matt Flowers' assistant. But it will be the Collado brothers. Alex is a senior and one of their top scorers at 15 a game. And sophomore Jeff Collado at 6'2", gives them a little bit more size and bulk inside. Jaden Kander, as Rich talked about, a key component for the Mules. 5'11", junior, along with Kyle Archie, 6'3", and a senior, averaging at 10.6 a game. And their top scorer is 6'2", junior, Shamar Killen, 7th in the county in scoring at 16.2 points per game. For the Reading Red Knights, they too are coached by one of their own, Francis Camaro, who was an assistant with Rick Perez with the Red Knights. And now in his first season taking over his alma mater, 16-7 and seven are the Red Knights. And here are the starters for Reading High. Malik Osumano at 6-5 and a senior. And Yadiel Cruz, 6-2 and a senior. The two low post players, if you will. Nick Chapman, we told you about, 5-10 and a senior. Jeremiah Kamara, the coach's kid. 5'9 and a freshman and one of their top three-point shooters. And Wesley Rosario, you can never forget about the table setter that is Wesley Rosario. 6'5 sophomore, averages just under eight points per game. But he is as good as they come in terms of the passing category, and that's what he likes to do the most. Reading high, Muhlenberg, bid in the county championship. Wilson beat Burks Catholic 59-46 in our other semifinal. 
who will take on the Bulldogs in the championship game. We will have the tip-off when we come back here on 8.30 a.m. WEU in Reddick. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Missing. MNLS number 128501. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? Bad day behind the wheel? Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. Welcome back to Santander Arena. Before we go any further, let's recap what has been a fun and frenetic day and night here at Santander Arena and at WEEU. Recap in terms of what happened at the arena. It started with Wyomissing, the defending girls champion, defeating Governor Mifflin by a score of 50-42. to Wilson beat Berks Catholic 41-24, sets up the girls league matchup for 6 o'clock on Friday. Wyomissing and Wilson, the two heads of the pack, if you will, why missing and Wilson will go. And then Wilson beats Burks Catholic in the other boys semifinal, 59-46. Bulldogs looked really good, Rich, on Monday night in the win over Exeter. They looked equally as good tonight against Burks Catholic. Yeah, they were a little spotty in the third quarter tonight against Burks Catholic. But really, other than that, a very, very impressive performance against the team they had lost to during the regular season, Burks Catholic. Wilson maybe... You know, we talked about this. They finished the regular season losing three of their last four. <laughs> and usually you like to pick the hottest team. Hey, that that team's rolling into the playoffs. 
Wilson has put together two very, very strong performances back-to-back and finds itself playing here Friday night at 8 o'clock in the championship game against the winner of this game between Reading and Muhlenberg. And the hottest team is more likely is the Red Knights. They've won nine of their last ten. Yeah. I have to remind Reading High fans, I'm sorry, but what that one loss was, and that was the first Catholic game in which they had a 20-point lead. And we had that one for you here on WEU, and our coverage continues now with the Red Knights, the number two seed in the home whites with the red and black trim. Muhlenberg, the sixth seed in the visiting blue and gold. One thing noticed immediately, Nick Chapman is not ah, wearing yes, his eye right. guard, he's protecting not his fractured orbital. He is no longer the masked Mas- man no, he's not. A- anymore. He is playing without a mask for the first time since his injury in January, early January. Yadiel Cruz swings around to Jeremiah Kamar inside to Cruz from Rosario. Blocked inside. The Mules have it back the other way. Killens pass for Archie up off the glass. Not there. Jeff Collado, no. And Archie with a putback and Muhlenberg strikes first. Yeah, very aggressive again by Muhlenberg attacking the rim. Three shots for the Mules and the Red Knights are going to turn it over on the other end. So Matt Flowers gets what he's looking for out of the start. Bob, the one thing for the, that the Mules didn't do last Tuesday night, Alex Collado and Shamar Killen did not drive to the basket nearly as much as they do regularly. I look for that to change tonight. Alex Collado drives here, can't get the shot to go. Killens with another offensive rebound for Muhlenberg. Ball is tipped out of bounds and it stays Mule basketball. Tip off of tonight's game was brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway and Broadcasting Square, feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches for almost 40 years. 2-0 Mules, they've got the ball on an inbounds. Kick right back out by Wesley Rosario. So, again, it's the Collado brothers, Jeff and Alex. Alex is senior, Jeff a sophomore. Shamar Killens, Jaden Kantner, and Kyle Archie. Archie with the two points that are on the board for Muhlenberg. And, again, Rosario kicks the inbounds, and they'll try it again. Collado trying, Alex Collado trying to throw a bounce <laughs> pass to his brother, Jeffrey, and uh, Rosario stopped it twice. Troy Lister, Jim Murray, and Rich Robinson on the, are the, on the whistles for tonight's finale. These guys were all essentially selected by the coaches on a voting system, and that's how they get selected for these games. Cantner drives, has it stripped, saves it back to Jeff Collado, who kicks it further back to Alex, whose three is no good, and rebounded by Maliko Sumano and the Red Knights. Cruz, Rosario, Kamara, thought about the three, gives it up to Rosario, who gives it to the baseline for Yadiel Cruz, and we're even at two. Yeah, Cruz, an outstanding outside shooter. Terrific post player, but a really good outside shooter. He leads the Red Knights in three-pointers. That was a nice 18-foot baseline jumper. He leads the county as well in scoring at 22.8 points per game. We've told you over the last several weeks, he's kicked it up to a whole another level in terms of the scoring role, and it's a 2-2 game as a result. Inside look for Killens, posted up by against Chapman. Kicks it out instead for Cantner, trying to get by Kamara and Cant. Chapman is... Opened up against Alex Collado. He's guarding Killen now. Let's see. Kanner again gets by on the step back away from Kamara and buries the 15-foot jumper. Nice little step by Kantner. Scores from the foul line. Redding High pushes it up ahead for Cruz, who gets two more easily. Cruz gets up and down the floor so fast and so effectively. That time he beat one or two defenders and scores the with the bank shot. Muhlenberg coaches will not be happy. The Mules did not get back faster. Here's Jeff Collada going right at Yadiel Cruz and wins the battle for two. Strong move on the baseline by Jeffrey Collado, who doesn't score a lot of points, but that was strong. Well, 
to, to put it mildly, he's out right now at his average with that bucket. Here's Kantner on a steal from Muhlenberg. Up ahead for Killens, who flies and scores. Jamar Killen puts the Mules on top, 8-4. Yeah, nice, nice dish by Kantner in the open court. There's Rosario back the other way. His drive spins out, and Killen has the rebound. Mules back the other way. Alex Collado blocked by Cruz. Tipped out of bounds. Last touch by the Mules. Yeah, nice block, nice defense by Cruz. Again, got back on defense. He runs the floor so well. 5-12 left to go in the first quarter. It is 8-4. Muhlenberg on top, running high with the basketball. Mule's going to pick up, it looks like, with uh, some full court 2-2-1. Two, two, some, some of the basket support, some of the padding just yeah. fell off, and they're trying to get that out of the way. Part of the standard underneath as Cruz gets his shot blocked. Osamano had the rebound, and here's on a tip out is Kantner. Kantner pushes, Kantner misses. Run down, nice job by Osumano to get back, and the Red Knights come the other way on a three-on-two. Kamara drives and scores. It looked like somebody blocked the shot by Kamara, and it met, and it creeped in the basket. Redding with an early lead, or no, actually cuts it to eight to six. Excuse me. With Kamara's first two, eight six with four thirty five left to go in the first quarter. Intensity in game four, oh, no doubt about that. Inside, killing on the post up off the rim, not there. Good rebound by Osumano in traffic, and nearly a steal by Kander right in front of us. And instead, it will be Muhlenberg, uh, excuse me, Red Knight basketball right at half court. Yeah, the intensity is a little different than the the first three games we saw tonight, I'd say. Wesley Rosario, Nick Chapman, Jeremiah Kamara, Maliko Sumano, Yadio Cruz, the five who start for the Red Knights. Good find by Rosario to Osumano. Rosario, what a distributor. And we're tied for the third time at 8-8. But quickly back of the way is Alex Colado blocked by Chapman. Controlled by Rosario. No look pass, but a good deflection yep. by Archie. And it's off Osumano or off Cruz. Cruz. It was off Cruz's and, hands. And a red night turnover. One one positive thing here for Muhlenberg so far. Alex Colado's 0 for 5, but he is driving hard to the basket. He was, He's a lot more aggressive than he was last Tuesday at the Geigel couple of substitutions each way for Muhlenberg. Freshman 5'6", Justin Armstrong. 5'9", senior Drew LeClaire. For running high, 5'10", sophomore Daquan Burgess. Burgess is actually second on the Red Knights in threes made behind Cruz. Cruz with 45, Burgess with 33. Despite coming off the running high bench. 8-8 eight, eight our score. Red Knights have not yet taken a lead in this one. Muhlenberg with a basketball. To LeClaire to the top. Kantner fakes the three. Burgess recovers. And now Cantner's looking for some help. Gets it inside for LeClaire, and he traveled with it. The long arm of Yadiel Cruz forces the Muhlenberg turnover. That's the first one by the Mules. Jeffrey Collado checks back in for his brother Alex. So the Red Knights now do have a chance to take the lead for the first time. We're inside of 340 left to go in the first quarter, tied at eight. Three-quarter court pressure by the Mules. Rosario deliberately takes it to half court, and the long pass for Osumano to a cutting Nick Chapman who gets fouled. Great look by Osumano. Got the pass and quickly yeah, found the cutting Chap- Chapman. He didn't wait, and Chapman's going to the line to shoot two. Beautiful touch indeed really? for Malik Osumano. And sometimes it's the little things that don't jump out at you as Chapman steps to the free throw line. Foul called on Jaden Kantner. First foul of the basketball game against either side. Puts Nick Chapman at the free throw line. Nick's a very good free throw shooter at 80%. And as he says <laughs> that, it spins out. 
on cue. Couple of substitutions. Kyle Archie back in. Shamar Killen back into the game for Muhlenberg. As Jeff Collado comes out. Second one is no good as well for Chapman. So a lost opportunity. And now Muhlenberg's going to give it right back on the outlet pass. Killen's pass too tall for LeClaire. Red Knights have it back. Cruz is going to give it right back. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. That's a fourth turnover yep. already for the Red Knights. To just two for Muhlenberg. 3.23 to go. Muhlenberg. Nobody wants to seem to seize control of this game early. Yeah, Muhlenberg with a smaller lineup on the court right now. Kyle Archie, who I think is about 6'3" maybe he's the tallest mule on the floor and five six freshman armstrong drives in yadiel cruz says not so easy young man and the red knights have it back the other way 308 to go in the quarter we're tied at eight mule chapman good look own. inside to osumano powers his way down and scores yeah nice move by osumano mule, the mules have gone to his zone for the first time on that possession osumano found the crease and scored redding's first lead at 10 8 4 of those 10 from Malik Osumano. Jaden Kantner to the corner for Armstrong. Armstrong back to Kantner at the top of the key. And for Armstrong and for Killen. Killen pulls up, tough shot, fouled by Chapman. Shamar Killen will pick himself up, head to the free throw line and shoot two for the Mules. As Chapman picks up running high's first foul. I was gonna, I thought, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at, wait, is there a timeout? Both no, teams are going to their benches. No, what, what happens so often is these two teams do it Especially, more than anybody, yeah, they do. which is to, when there's a foul shot, they call their players over, and it's kind of an unofficial timeout. In fact, last week, the officials were starting to get a little ticked about it and started to rile them up a little bit, saying, hey, enough of that. But what happened in this one, Shamar Killen, I think out of instinct, he ran over and forgot My that really? he was the shooter. Yeah. So he is at the line to shoot two. He misses the first and makes the second. Three points for Killen. Redding High leads it by one at 10-9. Here's the 2-2-1 again for the Mules. No problem for the Red Knights across half court. 2.30 left in the first. To the high post of Rosario. No cutter and Osamano at two. Another terrific oh. pass by Rosario. Beautiful pass by Wesley Rosario out of the high post. And Malik Osamano's got six. And now a foul on the inbounds play. And it's going to be on. Uh, it's a foul against Burgess. It's going to put him on the line. Oh, it must have been a turnover because yeah. it happened so quick. It's on arm. It's on Armstrong. Justin Armstrong commits the foul and puts Daquan Burgess at the free throw line. So Muhlenberg turns it over on the inbounds and then fouls Burgess. And in shooting two, Burgess makes the first. Daquan gets his first point of the night. He's now nine for fifteen at the free throw line. Nico Sosa will check into the game for the Red Knights for the first time. 5'10 senior comes in, and Rosario takes a well-deserved breather. You know, we talked the game we had earlier, the Wilson-Burks Catholic Girls semifinal. What a terrific pass for Layla Jones is. Wesley Rosario is something special. A really terrific distributor. Red Knights now push their lead to five after the two five for two at the line for Burgess and a cutter to Cantor, but he couldn't get it to roll down. Yeah. Yadiel Cruz pulls down the rebound for the Red Knights. He to Chapman, to Cruz, and two more. Nice pass by Nick Chapman. Cruz now with six. And the lead grows to seven. 16-9, Redding high on a run inside of two minutes to go in the first. And here's a steal. Chapman strips it away. Ball is loose on the floor. Chapman gets it back and calls for a timeout. Did he get it? He did. He did. That's a fourth turnover by Muhlenberg, four for Redding. Redding suddenly is 
increase the volume, increase the intensity <laughs> here in the last 90 seconds or so. On, a, on an 8-1 run yeah. are the Red Knights. They lead it by 7, 16-9. We're going to take a quick 30-second timeout back to Santander. we with more after this. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly, having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. Overhead Door of Reading.com. Welcome back to 7th and Penn Streets in Santander Arena. Reading high on top of Nuremberg, 16-9. As we said, going to break an 8-1 to run now for the Red Knights. They've got the basketball following the timeout on the heads-up play by Chapman. Grabbed the basketball and on the floor called timeout. They beat the pressure from the Mules. Chapman drives. Cantner stripped it away. And now we're going to get a kick ball that's going to turn it back to Muhlenberg. Yeah, Chapman kicked it. Out. He lost it, tried to get it back, and he kicked it. Fifth, fifth turnover now for Redding High. 140 to go. LeClaire comes out. Jeff Collado comes in. Alex Collado had come in after the timeout. So the starting five back out of the floor now for Matt Flowers. And Kantner, Archie Killen, and the Collado brothers. Alex and Jeff. Chapman guarding Killen. He gives it up for Kantner. 130 to go in the first quarter. Mules trying to slow down the Red Knights on a run right now. Cantor to the high post to Alex Collado. They mix up on the assignments and at least Collado alone, but he missed the foul line jumper. Osumana with another running high rebound. Chapman up the floor for Sosa. For Cruz from the left wing, guarded by Archie. Burgess fakes the three, drives, spins, shoots, misses. Out of bounds to the Mules. Yeah, Bob, Collado is 0 for 6, and every one of those shots has been contested. He, they got to find a way to get him an easy basket to get him rolling because that's what happened the, uh, last week. Collado and Killen never really got their offense going, and, and by the time they did, Redding was up by a lot. Jeremiah Kamara back into the game for the Red Knights. Freshman in, the senior Chapman out with a minute to go in the quarter. Killen off the drive, but it's blocked by Osumato. Red Knights have it back. Sosa up ahead for Cruz on the leak out and missed the layup. Back the other way on Archie, gets the rebound. Up ahead for Kantner. Kantner drives, runs into Burgess, and runs him over. Offensive foul, that's number two on Kantner. Yeah, that, that could be a problem. Nice draw, nice defense, nice take by Daquan Burgess. But Kantner is the engine that go that makes Muhlenberg go, and now he's going to sit Drew LeClaire coming in. We'll see how long Matt Flowers chooses to do this. There's 44 seconds to go in the first quarter. Jaden Kantner to the bench with two. 16-9 Red Knights, and they've got the basketball following the offensive foul. It was a different kind of charge. J.D. Cantor was kind of crossing the court, but Burgess took it and, and, and definitely did a good acting job to get the call. Sosa gives it up for Cruz. Swings it back for Kamara. Your team has made a three as of yet in this one with 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Kamara drives. Kamara to the bucket fouled before he gets there. It's going to be on LeClaire. And it will put them on the line because it's over the limit in terms of fouls in the quarter. No, it's not. I nope. stand corrected. 
That is number four against the Mules. And on McClare, number one. Red Knights inbound and tied up immediately as Cruz. Two Mules surround him that's in Alex Galato and Kyle Archie. And that's turnover number six for the Red yep. Knights. On the possession arrow, it's Muhlenberg's basketball. And they're going to get Jaden Kander back offense, in for offense. Yep, yep, with 14 off. seconds to yep. go with the two fouls. Try to get some offense out of Kantner to finish off this quarter. 14.7 to be exact. Killen has the ball on the inbound. Calls Kantner back. He's got it now guarded by Sosa across half court with seven and a half. Takes a peek at the clock. Drives. Blocked by Cruz. Fake Squam Burgess back the other way. Half court. Good if it goes. It does not. But the defense, Cruz and Osamano making a presence for themselves inside. I have Cruz for three blocks in the first quarter and Osumano for one. 16-9, Red Knights after one. We'll take a timeout. Period number two coming back on the voice of Brooks County and beyond, WEU in Reading. Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members' rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, well, first of all, where have you been? It's been a long day of basketball, and we're at the finale now, starting the second quarter alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool, Reading High 16, Muhlenberg 9, and the winner of this one gets Wilson in the county championship on Friday night as Nico Sosa drives himself in traffic but took too many steps in the process. Reading High turns it over, number 7. Yeah, Reading is shooting the ball very, very well, 7 for 13 from the field. But now with seven turnovers, that that that's something that Francis Camaro would like to see change in a hurry. <laughs> Come McKillen beats the defense, pulls up at the foul line, then rolls around and off, and the rebound is Jeffrey. put back and up by Jeffrey Collado. Big bucket there for the Mules and much needed for Muhlenberg. Makes it 16-11, four now for Collado. Cruz for three, spins out. And rebounded by Kyle Archie. Jaden Kander back in the game for the Mules, or stays in the game with two fouls. This game has been played inside the trenches. No threes made for either side. Xavier Beatty on the floor for Reading High to start the second quarter, giving Osumano a breather and well-deserved at that. As Collado drives, dumps it for Archie, who does in the bucket and will now go to the foul line. Archie's shot would not roll in, but he'll shoot two. Yeah, fouls on Nico Sosa, that's his first. That was a great look by Collado over to Archie, who was cutting. He just couldn't find a way to finish. Before we go any further, sometimes it takes a village, and we've had a village working for this effort today. First and foremost, of course, thanks to Trees Media Group 
for the idea of saying, yeah, let's try to do all four games. Thanks to Sean Tansky. He's done an unbelievable job back at the WEU studios. Thanks to Jeff Nolan, our sports director at WEU, Daryl Dobis, Jake Starr, who jumped in and were part of our broadcast team, and, of course, my partner, Rich Scarcella, making all this happen for us to be able to bring you four high school basketball games in the semifinals, and, of course, we'll have the championships for you as well on Friday. Kyle Archie at the line, misses the first, makes the second, makes it a 16-12 to as the Mules creep a little bit closer. Seven minutes left to go in the first half. Chapman back on the floor for the Red Knights. Puts on the brakes across half court. Kyle Archie steals his pass. Trying to keep it away from Nico Sosa, and he does. Another turnover for the Red Knights, and a timeout called by Matt Flowers and Muhlenberg. We'll keep it here with 6.51 to go in the half, and the Mules chipping away. Yeah, they, they, it was 16-9, it's 16-12, and now they have a chance to pull within two or three. Uh, nice defense there by Archie, and nice save on the, on the <laughs> along the sideline in front of the Reading bench. So both teams have used a 30-second timeout here in this first half. We invite you to stick around coming up during our Lincoln Plumbing and Heating Halftime Show. Rich Garcella will spend some time with Wilson winning coach Matt Colgent and hoping to have Tommy Hunsinger along with him as part of the ride. Again, Wilson with the win. You heard it here on Monday night against Exeter to get to the semifinals. And then they beat Burks Catholic or in the semifinal. Reading High with a win over Schuylkill Valley in their quarterfinals, 78-40. And Muhlenberg with a win over District uh, Division Three champion Fleetwood, 60 to 46, to get to tonight's game. Both these two teams, of course, will stay alive into next week in the district playoffs. Muhlenberg in 5A, there's going to be the, a number 11 seed. Reading High will be the number six seed in the 6A playoffs. Red Knights looking to defend their title in that as well. Bob, we, you mentioned Jeffrey Collado has four points already. He's going to be a key tonight because he adds some strength inside for the Mules. Cantner drives and gets fouled. Nico Sosa on the reach in. Red Knights playing a zone defense there, 2-3 zone defense. And that's number two on Sosa. Yeah, Jeffrey Collado is, is sort of replaced Michael Miller, who Mule, right. the Mules lost early in January because of a injury, a knee injury lingering from football season. He's out for the year. And... Jeffrey Collado, sophomore, provides that inside presence for the Mules. And if he can score, he's already scored four. If he scores eight or ten tonight, that could be a big factor in how this game turns out. Jaden Cantor at the foul line following the foul on Nico Sosa to shoot two. The first one spins out. Cantor, a very good free throw shooter at 76%. And I go back to that double overtime win for Muhlenberg against the Red Knights. 87-74 in double overtime. And of those 87 points, Muhlenberg made 32 of them at the free throw line as Cantor gets one out of two here. Yeah, so far the Mules are three for six from the line right. uh, compared to two for four for the Red Knights. And that, and that night, if my memory is right, they were 32 for 39. They were, they were absolutely. Well, they, they're, they're within three now. Yep. They're creeping. They've scored one, four straight. One free throw at a time. Yeah, they're one at a time, there. I guess. <laughs> Wesley uh, Rosario back in the game for the Red Knights. He drives and kicks. Also, Mano back in there as well. Kamaro with an NBA range three spins out. Xavier Beatty skies for the rebound. Blocked by Alex Colado. Right back to Kamaro. His putback is no good. Colado pulls down the rebound and he's fouled. No, jump ball. Possession arrow is going to give it to Muhlmer. Yeah, wow. Some intensity <laughs> crashing the glass. Some intensity in, at, on the Muhlenberg bench, too. <laughs> they thought Wesley well, Rosario had walked early in that possession. I think it's Muhlenberg ball. Yeah, that's what yeah, possession Troy Lister, facing that the way. official Troy Lister is signaling that, of yep. course. Yeah. Yep. 
So it is Muhlenberg basketball with 6.09 to go in the half. Once down by seven to start this quarter. The Mules have chipped away to score the first four of the second. 16-13. Red Knights on top. Chapman guarding Killen. Goes for the reach-in. Killen keeps him away. to gives it up for Alex Collado. Drives and kicks. Archie for a three. It's good. First three attempt by the Mules. And it's good from the left wing by Kyle Archie. Our fourth tie of the basketball game evens it at 16. The Mules now on a 7-0 run with 5.40 to go in the half. Rosario attacks the defense, looking underneath, lobs it for Chapman in the baseline. Kind of back down Kyle Archie, kicks it back. Osamano for three, in and out, and rebounded by Jeffrey Collado. Mules looking to regain the lead. Collado with a great find, Leclerc for two. He drew the defense, three guys came over. Alex Collado finds Drew Leclerc. A 9-0 run for Muhlenberg. They're back up on top. Rosario gets called for the travel. Tried to spin away from the defense, and Redding High gives it up for the ninth time in the half. Leclerc out. Cantner back in for Muhlenberg. In the half, 18-16. Muhlenberg now on top, and the Mules have the ball. Cantner quickly across half court. And quick, the operative word with Jaden Cantner. Off the screen. And Cantor pulls up for a three, not there. Collado, Jeffrey Collado tipped it, and Kyle Archie saves it. Great job by Jeffrey Collado to keep it alive. He's played well in this first half he by sure the sophomore. Cantor against Cruz. Up against two Red Knights, and he loses that battle as Cruz comes away with a basketball. Block number four for Yadiel Cruz. Chapman from the right side. Looking for Cruz on the post up. Yadiel quiet of late. Works his way through a double team. Dumps it for Osumano, who scores two more. Great pass by Cruz. He was surrounded by three mules. Finds Osumano in the lane for the layup. Uh, the first points of the quarter for Redding High almost halfway through as Archie goes baseline and foul. Nope. No, he stepped, stepped on, the on the end line. Turnover mules. Redding High led it 16-9 after one, but Muhlenberg started the quarter on a great run, tied it at 16, took a lead at 18-16. We're tied now 18-18. Muhlenberg showing some full-court pressure. Rosario comes back to get it. Rosario drives. That's going to be an offensive yeah. foul. What are they call? They're calling an offensive foul on Rosario. Wow. That's going to be his first and another Red Knight turnover. Substitutions, Cantner back in for Muhlenberg, Burgess back in for Redding High. Not sure, we're not sure. They're calling the substitutes back to the scorer's table. Because I think there was, they, he, Troy List was the official trying to make the call. Right. And, and it, the players were standing in front of the, score, it, the scoring table. Jumped the gun. Yeah, jumped the gun a little, but now he's allowing them to come in. It wasn't, <laughs> he just wanted to make sure the scoring, the scorers got the correct foul and it was on Wesley Rosario with the charge. So Muhlenberg gets the ball back. Four minutes and change that's, remaining here in the third. Ten the second, turnovers for the Red Knights. Ten in the first 12 minutes. Four turnovers in this quarter and two points. Alex Collado from way downtown is way short. Yadiel Cruz on the run out has it stripped. Kyle Archie on the floor and timeout on the bench by Muhlenberg. And that's turnover number 11 for the Red Knights. Cruz may be trying to do a little bit too much. Nick Chapman with the pep talk as the Red Knights head to the bench on the Muhlenberg timeout. Yeah. We'll take a breather as well. We're halfway through the second quarter 
18-18 is our tie. Muhlenberg running high. More on this after this break. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. No regrets. You'll never regret switching to Erie Insurance, where you'll always be treated fairly. It's easy. No J.D. Power ranked us highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience two years in a row. So get a quote today. Call Cross Keys Insurance, 610-916-6190, or go to crosskeysins.com. For J.D. Power award information, go to jdpower.com. Insurance. Three minutes, 57 seconds remaining in the first half. Reading 18, Muhlenberg 18, and following the Mule timeout, it is their basketball. Jaden Kantner, Shamar Killen, Jeffrey Collado, Alex Collado, and Kyle Archie. Matt Flowers starting five out there, and we're getting a whistle and a foul away from the basketball, and this is going to be an, I'm not sure who it's on. Is it on Jeffrey Collado to receive the pass? It was Jeffrey Collado. Yeah, I guess he I guess he pushed off coming out to receive the pass. His first, team's first. With that, Drew LeClaire will come in at Kantner, who has the two fouls, trying to protect him. They'll take him out. Muhlenberg comes with a full-court man-to-man. Yadiel Cruz comes back to help out. Interesting conversation walking off the floor between Chapman and Cruz, trying to settle Yadiel Cruz down a little bit was Nick Chapman. Ball stripped loose on Ch- out of Chapman's hands. Out of bounds against Muhlenberg. It stays Reading high ball. Bob, we talked about Redding being the aggressor last Tuesday at the Geigel and that Muhlenberg sort of was too passive. The Mules aren't passive tonight. They're very aggressive. Cruz with the drive, the floater, no. Osumano kept it alive. Chapman has it. And another look for the Red Knights. Chapman trying to back his way down. He's trapped in a baseline. Gets it out and gets it around for Burgess. And now back to Rosario between the circles. Rosario, step back. That's a three if it goes, but it does not. And on the bounce, Killen has it. Outlet up ahead for LeClaire. LeClaire up quickly and oh, home. that's a pretty move by LeClaire. He stopped. Looked like he was going to pass it back out. Turned and scored. Puts the Mules back up on top by that deuce. 20-18. to 18. Chapman inside to Osumano, who scores again, and he's fouled. Malik Osumano having a half. And that's the second foul on Jeffrey Collado. And now he and Kantner, two Muhlenberg starters with two apiece. Maligo Zumano had a career high of 13 against Schuylkill Valley on Monday. This isn't Schuylkill Valley. This is Muhlenberg at Santander Arena. He's got 10 with a chance to make it 11 at the foul line. Yeah, he took the, he had the ball on the low post on the left side and drove it to the middle of the lane, drew the foul and scored. Now he made the, finishes the three-point play. So 11 for Osumano, the fifth time he's been in double figures. He averages just under six a game. But his three-point play puts the Red Knights back up on top, 21-20. And now a fist on a foul on a hand check on Daquan Burgess. That'll be his first. Red Knights has a couple, have a couple of fouls to give with 2.53 to go. That is the fourth team foul. So now they don't have any more fouls to give. The next one puts Muhlenberg at the line in the double bonus. 
2.50 to go in the half. 21-20, Reading High back up on top on the Osumano three. Bad pass, it's taken away by Kamara. Reading High back the other way. Kamara inside for Cruz. Cruz backs down, up strong and home. Cruz's first points of the second quarter. Cantner with an unforced error at the other end led to that basket for Reading. Eight on the night for Yadiel Cruz. It's a three-point Reading High lead. Inside Jeffrey Collado trying to go around Cruz and cannot turn over Muhlenberg second straight. Okay. That's eight turnovers for the Mules, 11 for the Red Knights. A little bit of some of the blocking that Reading High has done inside, maybe getting inside of Jeffrey Collado's head, trying to get around Cruz and avoid getting his shot blocked. The Red Knights now with Osumano from way downtown. NBA. Heat check. <laughs> yeah, it was NBA three. Killing on the outlet pass up ahead. Alex Collado missed it, but Archie missed the follow. Two gimmies and the mules come up empty. Yeah, Alex Collado I thought was going to get off the schneid there. He missed the layup, and then Archie missed the putback. Camaro from NBA range, but that's home. Big turn, a big swing there. That was a five-point swing. Red Knights' lead is six. Eight straight by Redding High. Canter to match it with a three on the other end is off. Tipped, controlled, Kamara has it. Back the other way, the Red Knights. Kamara will wait for help. Wow, Collado and Cruz took the collided. Burgess for three, that's short. Osumano tipped it, Killen has it. Up against three, Red Knights tries to get the bucket, the shot off and gets fouled. Jamar Killen went right into three Redding High defenders and got fouled. There are bodies flying everywhere. <laughs> Collado looks, Alex Collado looks like he's shaken up a little bit. That after was the, on Jeremiah Kamara. That's his first. After the collision with Cruz here to the right of us in the corner, in the Muhlenberg, near the Muhlenberg basket. So Shamar Killen will shoot two now for Muhlenberg. Killen a 71% free throw shooter in the season, one for two tonight. Rattles home the first. And Shamar Killen at 29 in the double overtime win and in Laureldale had five in the loss at the Geigel. He's got four right now with another free throw coming as well. Wow, this is an extremely physical game, <laughs> not for the faint of heart. I mean, there is, there's a lot of contact going on. Well, based on the intertwinings of the coaching staff of these two teams. And the players. And the, the players, players know each other so absolutely well. Absolutely correct. So Killing goes two for two, makes it a four-point running high advantage at 26-22. With 1.20 left to go in the half. Chapman to Osumano in the corner. Post up is Cruz. Yadiel drives, spins, fouled. Kyle Archie going to get whistled for this foul and put Yadiel Cruz on the line. This is for bragging rights and it's for a spot in the championship game. And these guys are playing like it. What intensity. Could be playing this one at 11th and Pike just as much as you're playing it at 7th and Penn. Yadiel Cruz at the free throw line shooting two with a 70 seconds left to go in the half. Looks like Jeffrey Collado, or excuse me, Alex Collado may have knocked open the elbow, got some blood showing on the elbow, so he's going to have to come out and get tended to. In the meantime, trying to get a, a free throw shooter here. <laughs> this is what we ran into last yep. week with the with these two teams. Rich, 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 again, yeah, those kind of unofficial timeouts that the officials are saying, look, get out on the floor and play. Yadio Cruz at the free throw line to shoot two. It was the, the blood thing that allows Alex Collado to come to the sidelines, but not everybody else. Well, what's going on is there's guys coming onto the floor. Yadio, before Yadio Cruz takes his first free throw, 
and that's not allowed. You have to wait till after his first free throw. That one is good. Miadiel's first trip to the free throw line tonight. 71% free throw shooter on the year. He had 26 in the win at the Geigel against Muhlenberg. And that's been closer to his average of late than the 22.8 he sports over the course of the season. But he's had some monster games, including a 40-point career high against Harrisburg. First one by Cruz was good. The second is also good. Cruz now in double figures with 10. The lead is 6, 28-22. Yeah, it's been as, as high as 9. Here's another turnover. Kamara comes up with it. It's a 3-on-1 for the Red Knights. Goes right at Kantner, and, and that's, that's foul number 3. Yeah, he not only threw the ball away, but committed the third, his third foul with one minute here left in the second quarter. So Jaden Kantner picks up the third and sends Kamara to the free throw line. A lot of words being exchanged between Alex Colato and Nick Chapman right now. Nothing. Neither uh, one would surprise anyone. Yeah, not, to, not <laughs> the surprising no one. It's still going on, and now yep. there's a little bit. Better, they better get up. There, there's the T. There's the T. Yep. And Chapman got exactly what he was looking yep. for. Colato, and that's Colato's. Is that his third? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I got Jeffrey that's, Colato. Yeah, it's, two yeah. it's Alex Colato's and now first Jeremiah personal. Kamire. Now he's got to get out of there. Right. Yeah, they. You could see it building. You, we could see it building. We haven't seen yeah. any. They better get Jeremiah Kamara. Nick Nico Sosa's getting in there to get Jeremiah Kamara out of there. Like you just, well, he's he's there because he's saying, "Look, I'm supposed to shoot free throws." Right. Because he got fouled. That's what started all of this. And then the jawing between Alex Colado and Nick Chapman, and yeah. then in frustration, Colado pushed him. You know, and this was, goes back to what both coaches said to us last week. These both of these teams, they've got to control their emotions. Right. Play with, you play with controlled fury. Jeremiah Kamara makes the two foul shots. Now comes the technical. So the Red Knights aren't done yet. So it is on Collado, and Correct. that's his first, Alex Collado. And Redding High is going to get the ball back. So this could be as much as a six or seven point play for Redding High. With four foul shots, Kamara's already made two of them. He's going to shoot two more. Makes the third. So this could be a huge turn in events here with this technical foul. And Kamara makes all four of them. And now Redding High gets the ball at half court. Yeah. This is, uh, this could be a real killer here with one minute left in the second quarter. The lead went from six to ten and now has a chance to go to 12 or 13 without Muhlenberg touching the ball. Inside of a minute to go in the half. Sosa from the corner. Backdoor look for Osumano. Count the bucket and a foul. Great find by Sosa. Yeah, terrific pass. Osumano's having a wonderful game. Yes, he is. Now has a chance to give Redding a 13-point lead. With 52.6 left to go in the quarter, and, and that's, a, that's yep, number three on yep. Jeffrey Collado. Yeah, that's, so two starters for Muhlenberg now with three fouls. Yeah, and Kander's going to come back in because they're going to get the ball. But, man, you got two starters with three fouls before the end of the first half. Uh, that's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goes Sumano at the free throw line. He's already tied his career high, and now he has a new one. With 14 points in the first half, and it turns into... A seven-point possession, if you will, for running high with the technical fouls and the three-point play. And Nick Chapman picks up his second foul. Goes for the steal and gets gets the yeah. foul instead. And then the double bonus, 
Muhlenberg will get two shots at the line. 49.7 left to go in the first half. So now Kantner will shoot two for Muhlenberg, trying to stem the tide of the roar that is the Red Knights right now. And Mules have to find a way to try to get this to 10 or less. Kantner misses the first. Kantner's a good free throw shooter too at 76%. He's just one for three tonight. Reading High went from 26-22 advantage to right now a 35-22 advantage, pending the second free throw coming up from Jade Kander. Got here Cruz back into the game. Nico Sosa out for the Red Knights with 49.7 officially left on the Santander Arena clock. Kander's second is good. So four for Jaden Kantner on the night, and it does end the 9-0 run for Reading. 35-23, and now the Mules will extend the defense. Jeffrey Collado still on the floor with three fouls. Kantner out for LeClaire. Wesley Rosario back on the floor for Redding High. How long does Redding High hold it here? Let's see if, if let's see if Redding tries to attack Jeffrey Collado to try to pick up his fourth foul, because truly he's, he's their one inside presence. I think the Red Knights want to hold. I think Francis Kamara wants the Red Knights to no hold. No doubt. I don't know if they will, but I think he wants one shot. Well, he's got the ball in the, the hands of the right person, Wesley Rosario. If they foul, they go to the line. 20 seconds to go. They started it with 45. Rosario just toying with the basketball. Now he works his way towards the foul line. Kicks it back for Burgess, who fakes the three, drives, tries to dump it inside, is tipped away. Kamara picks it up. His long three is well off. Long rebound, LeClaire for Killen. Good if it goes, in and out. Shamar killing for a long three that got halfway down and rattled out. So we head to the locker rooms. Halftime of the finale of a four-game day here in WEU. Reading 35, Muhlenberg 23. Back with our halftime show right after this. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. The H.L. Bowman Bowman. Visit hlbowman.com. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit rednersmarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at rednersmarkets.com. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? 
score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Tonight's halftime show brought to you by Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to help from a leaky faucet to whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. Halftime, Muhlenberg trails running high, 35-23. Red Knights and Mules looking for a date on Friday night for the county championship in boys basketball. They'll take on the Wilson Bulldogs, who beat Burks Catholic 59-46. Rich Garcella's caught up with a couple of members of the winning Bulldogs. Rich, take it away. Thanks, Bob. We're here with Wilson, Matt Coldred and Wilson Sr. Tommy Hunsaker after the Bulldogs' 59-46 win over Burks Catholic in the first boys' semifinal. We're going to talk to Tommy first. Tommy, I thought the defense set the tone for you guys from the start. Do you feel the same way? What, did, what how would you assess the way you guys played defensively? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, that's always that's always what we want to do. We want to set the tone on defense. Uh, run through our defense, hopefully get some fast breaks off of good turnovers or one-and-done shots. Um, then we were able to get, get a good bunch of good stops, a bunch of one-and-dones, and guys like Maddox were able to put the ball in the net down here. You primarily covered Josh McCoy, who is their leading scorer. What did you want to do against Josh? Did, did, did you have any secrets or anything that was going through your mind? No, I, I just wanted to keep him in front of me as much as I could. That same thing as always. Um, I mean, I had confidence that I was able to do that. Um, give him a little bit of space because he's he's fast, he's long, um, and yeah. I mean, we had we had good rotations all night. Cam Zollinger had a big steal on the end of the game when I had to help off of Josh. So just all around, a lot of good defense. In there. You guys struggled down the stretch. You lost three of your last four, but. You've put two impressive performances back-to-back here in the county playoffs. What did it take for you guys to get reset and to play like you have these last two games? Uh, just confidence in ourselves. I mean, the coaches have been saying it this whole time. Uh, we, we really believed it this whole time, um, but we haven't really shown it in the game. So we just know we, we need to have confidence in ourselves. We can beat anybody as long as we do that. Reading leads Muhlenberg 35-23 here at halftime in the second semifinal. What does it mean to you as a senior to be playing here Friday night for the county title? It means everything. It's the biggest game of my all of our careers up to this point for sure. Um, just trying not to take it for granted and have as much fun as possible. Tommy, thanks. We'll see you Friday night. Let me talk to Coach Cauldron, who, who loves the microphone as much as anybody. No, Matt, seriously. <laughs> You had said to us that you felt if you could win Monday night against Exeter, that you had a good chance of beating Burke's Catholic. And now you're here. You're in the championship game. What what kept you believing? What kept the kids believing? I, I, I believed in these kids from the summer. Um, we spent a lot of time together this summer, and I saw things that I've seen in previous teams that I've had. Um, and it was just a matter of us. You know, we have a lot of young kids. Um, just them starting to believe in themselves and believing what I was telling them. I'll be honest with you, before the year started, we talked about cutting nets down, multiple nets. Like, I really thought we had a good shot of winning the county. And if we matured fast enough, you know, that we would be able to have contention and win a district championship. Um, 
And I thought early in December, we were starting to get momentum, and then January hit, and we were, you know, we struggled. We did. And I kept harping to them, you know, I believe in you. you got to believe in yourselves. And I think this week they really have started to believe in themselves. They put together two full games. You had 100%. said that's the thing that you were lacking. You didn't, you couldn't put together a complete game. What was it? What, what, what did it take to get those two complete games? A better coaching. Honestly, I need I needed to do a better job. I needed to do a better job. Um, you know, through watching film, we were getting lethargic, staying in the same defense. You saw tonight, the third quarter, we started getting lazy again, and I decided to change defenses, and it kind of sparked us. So, you know, it was a, a lot of it was on me. I didn't do a good job in January. How big was Maddox Gruber tonight oh, offensively? Maddox, great. I said to you on the radio in front of him that when he believes in himself, He's one of the best players in this league, and he was tonight. He's starting to believe himself. Um, he took shots tonight with confidence, and he had a lot of energy. Uh, and we just need him to keep doing that. And your defense, Cam Zulinger came out with a big steal at the end of the game, but Tommy's defense yeah. on McCoy, Tommy McFadden's defense on Parker Nine. How would you describe that? Hey, it's, it's just believing in each other, having faith like, I'm, my, my teammate's going to do his job when there's a screen coming he's going to communicate with me and if we're going to switch he's going to talk and um again in january we lacked that um for whatever reason the light switch went on last weekend and we played terrific defense on monday and we did a good job tonight for the most part you know a couple of minutes in the third quarter but we corrected it what's it going to take friday night to beat either redding or muhlenberg well, it's going to take a valiant effort both these teams play hard as anything they're very talented, but it's got to be done together, like we've done Monday and Wednesday. Um, I know Maddox had 31 points tonight, but if Tommy didn't do his job defensively, and Tommy McFadden did a great job on Parker 9, and Cam Zellinger came in on some big steals, we don't win. You know, so Maddox's 31 was huge, but so was everybody else's effort, and we're going to need that Friday. All right, Matt, thanks. We'll see you Friday night. I appreciate you guys. I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to pick on Bob tonight. <laughs> Only because you won. 59-46, they beat Berks Catholic at game one. Game two at halftime. Our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show continues when we get back with the Red Knights on top of the Mules. 35-23, still 16 more minutes of basketball left to be played. We'll have it with more of our halftime show after this. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple. Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate and professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's Food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Welcome back to our Lincoln Plumbing and Halftime Show. Thanks again to Matt Coldren and Tommy Hunsinger for stopping by. We've been having interviews all day long, and you can see those interviews 
Larry posted on Twitter and Facebook as all part of our social media upgrade at WEU. What a great day of basketball. And so happy that WEU could be a part of it. It's far from done. We'll have championship games on Friday night. Rich and I will be here for the championship games. 5.45 for the pregame show. Girls game is at 6. The boys game will follow at 8 o'clock. Again, the girls game is set. Why missing in Wilson? Talking about Wilson and whoever they may play. We said this at the end of our second game, Rich, which was the Wilson-Burks Catholic game, that that's the matchup. Why missing in Wilson? If you're a fan, that's the matchup you want to see. I know that's not necessarily what other teams may have thought, but yeah. that's no, the matchup no, the fans absolutely. want to see. Absolutely. You have t- Wilson with one loss, the number two team in District 3, six a, Class 6A. Why missing the number two seed in District 3, Class 4A, undefeated. Right. You have two teams combined, one loss all season. <laughs> it's the game everybody wants to see in the girls' championship game. This one's going to be interesting. Muhlenberg's down 12. They were down 17 at halftime last eight days ago at the Geigel. They, this, the first four minutes of this third quarter are very, very important to the Mules. Reading was up by seven when the first quarter started. Muhlenberg, however, started the second quarter on an 11-2 run to take a two-point lead. But the Red Knights close in a fury, 17-3, the lead, as Rich said, by 12. Oliko Sumano, the story, he had 14 for Reading High in the first half. Yadiel Cruz with 10, Jeremiah Kamara with 9, and Reading with a basketball to start the second half as well. And they open up, the Mules open up in his zone, probably to protect Jeffrey Collado and Jaden Cantor, each with three fouls. Rosario drives inside, trying to get a whistle, doesn't get it. Muhlenberg gets the basketball. Kyle Archie, Shamar Killen's going to pop for three, in and out, tipped around, and on the run, it's Jeremiah Kamara getting the ball in the hands of the Red Knights. And real quick, Muhlenberg, 8 for 29 from the field in the first half, Redding 12 for 28. Cruz gets to the foul line, stutter stepped, and traveled with it. That was a problem for Redding High for quite a big piece of the first half. With turnover column, and they turn it over here. For Muhlenberg offensively, Archie led them with six, Killen with five, and then four each for Kantner, Jeff Collado, and Drew LeClaire. Yeah, Alex Collado averaging 15 a game, no points in the first half. Jaden Kantner comes off the screen from Jeff Collado, gives it up, gets it back at the right elbow. Gives it back for Killen, who drives and kicks it for Archie. Archie hit the only three for Muhlenberg in the first half. Jeremiah Kamara, the only Red Knight three in the first half. Archie drives, kicks it back. One more pass. Alex Collado, corner three, in and out. Lots of in and outs for the Mules of late, and the Red Knights have it going the other way. Chapman in the open floor, up and home. Chapman had, oh, we got it. Chapman and Killen doing a little step over. Let's see which way they're going to call this. Chapman got the bucket, and then... Was tangled up with Collado, and I think they're going to call Collado on the foul. Jeffrey Collado, that's his fourth. So Chapman's bucket is good. The lead is 14, 37-23, and then a foul on Jeffrey Collado is his fourth. And that's a turnover for the Mules there, 10th of the night, first of the second half. Inbound for Camaro, catch and shoot three is off the rim. Killen pulls down the rebound. Up the floor is Alex Collado. For Kantner, for Killen. Jeffrey Collado posting up down low. They give it outside to Archie instead and swing it around. Alex Collado in the corner again. The three is no good. Gets his own rebound. Drives inside, bumped and fouled. 
Rosario is going to get whistled for the personal. Wesley Rosario picks up his second. Not sure if that's a shooting foul or not. Pierce like not. Be, no. Alex Collado, 0 for 10 from the field. Drew LeClaire in. Jeff Collado with the four fouls out for Muhlenberg. Alex Collado without a point so far on the night. 15 points on the season, 10th best in the county in scoring. As Rich said, not having it going his way so far tonight. Has it now out at the top of the key. Turns, drives, dishes for Archie. Blocked by Osumano. That's his second block and the sixth of the night by the Red Knights. The combination of Cruz and Osumano have owned the paints for Reddick. And Troy Lister, Jim Murray, and Rich Robinson on the officials on the whistles tonight here in this game. Again, the officials were ranked throughout the season by the coaches who get there. And so it's essentially the coaches' choices in terms of the officials for these playoff games in the BCIAA playoffs. Collado drives and airmails one into the seats. Turnover Muhlenberg. Collado really looks frustrated, too. He's, he just hasn't been able to. To see the basketball go through the net. If he sees that, maybe he gets some confidence. But he just looks very frustrated right now. It's like a 1 2 2 now for Muhlenberg. Chapman and Rosario play catch with it to get across half court. 5.35 left to go in the third. Red Knights with their largest lead at 14, 37 23. Chapman drives, puts on the brakes, needs help. Finds it in Camaro with an NBA range three that's off the rim. And tipped around, tipped around, and again, finally Killen catches it. Kantner with a bad pass. Kamara got a hand on it. It's out of bounds. It'll stay Muhlenberg's basketball, but a break for the Mules. Yeah, Kantner has really struggled. He usually protects the basketball very well. He's had probably about three turnovers, and that could have been number four. Muhlenberg will keep it, however, an inbound underneath. Inbounds for Killen, but it was off Osumano and out of bounds. So it's Alex Collado, Shamar Killen, Kyle Archie, Jaden Kantner, Drew LeClaire, the five on the floor. Now a foul on the inbound. It's going to be on Rosario, who pulled down, I think, Shamar, Shamar Killen. Killen. Yeah. Correct. That's going to be the third on Rosario, and, and Francis Kamara is going to get him out. Going to get Daquan Burgess in. And Wesley Rosario better be careful. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's very, very him. frustrated and he has a few words for just about anybody who comes near him. Inbounds for the Mules, and Collado pulls up in traffic off the glass, too strong. Yep. And o Osumano has the rebound. He literally cannot buy a basket. Five minutes left to go in the third. Reading High with the only bucket so far in this field, in, in this third quarter, as Cruz throws it away again. Right back comes Collado, pushes it up the floor, blocked by Cruz. Burgess up ahead for Chapman. Chapman to the foul line, to the basket, and home for two. Cruz's fifth block of the night leads to a fast-break basket by Nick Chapman. And the run for Redding continues. It's now a 16-point Redding high lead, 39-23. Kantner for three, much needed for Muhlenberg. Jaden Kantner's corner three finally gets the Mules on the board here in the second half, makes it a 13-point game. Second three of the night for Muhlenberg. And for Kantner on the season, only his 10th. And it's a 39-26 game and a timeout called by the Mules. 
So Muhlenberg's only got two timeouts left. This will be a 30 with 428 left to go in the third, and the Red Knights on top, 13 points. You know, Jeffrey Collado had a couple field goals in the first half in the lane, but really, Muhlenberg hasn't been able to get anything else because of the presence of Yadiel Cruz and Malik Osumano. Cruz with five blocks, Osumano with two. Muhlenberg not a strong three-point shooting team, and yeah. they've only got two. Reading High is a very good shoot three-point shooting team. Had 128 coming in, but only one tonight. And again, we mentioned this in our first broadcast earlier tonight, and you have to say it when you're in this arena because they're going to be back here on Friday. We've seen a lot of NBA range three-pointers. There's an NBA three-point line here. You don't have to go that far back in high school, but sometimes they just get fooled by the lines, and their shots have been from long range to tonight. And Jeremiah Kamara made an NBA range three-pointer in the first half. He's missed two from NBA range <laughs> here in the second half. Yeah, and there's a high school line, there's a college line, and an NBA line, and the NBA line is significantly further back than the high school line. Cruz trying to post up down low, battling with Archie. Chapman going to battle it himself and kick it to Cruz in a corner for three is well short. And Kamara saved it in bounds for Osumano, who puts it home for two more. What a night for Malik Osumano. Yeah, he, this is a night to remember for him. 16 for Osumano, who averages less than six. And you Cruz steals a pass along the baseline, another turnover for the Mules. Yeah, Alex Collado tried to find LeClaire along the baseline and couldn't. And a turnover back the other way as Archie steals one back for Muhlenberg. Here comes Cantner, the drive, a floater off the rim. Killen tipped it home. That's Killen's just his second basket of the night. 41-28, Mules back within 13. Kamara throws it off the glass, but he knew he got the whistle. And so Jeremiah Kamara will shoot two for Redding High. That, I think, is going to be the fourth foul on Jaden Kantner, and it is. He's already headed to the bench, knowing full well his destiny, which is four fouls, is going to get him a seat for at least the time being with Kamara at the free throw line. Freshman, four for four at the foul line in the first half. They all came in a row. Again, big spot in that game was the technical foul. Kamara got fouled, then so there was a technical and then a three-point play by Malik Osumano. Yeah, seven-point possession by the Red Knights, and really, that's a big part of why they're up 13. Mara makes another at the foul line. Jeremiah now in double figures with 10. 13th time he's been in double figures this season, and nine times in his last 12. So it's Justin Armstrong who comes into the game for Muhlenberg with Cantner coming out with those four fouls. Kamara at the free throw line for one more, and that two is good. Wesley Rosario back in, and Kamara will take a breather. 43-28 Red Knights. 326 left to go in the third. Redding going to pick up some full-court pressure. Killen will clear everybody out, taking himself, guarded by Chapman. Off the screen, Killen drives, kicks to the corner for Archie. Now it's Collado on the drive, right past a couple of defenders and bumped and fouled. See who they're calling the foul on. It looks like it's on Chapman, it is. And it's an out of bounds, it's not right. a shooting foul. Third on Chapman, third on Redding. And as Rich said, Muhlenberg will inbound underneath. Three minutes and 12 seconds to go in the third. Big, big couple of minutes here for the Mules to try to keep the Red Knights within reach. 
Killen from the elbow, pure. Needed that one. Yeah, they, they, they needed to try to get it to 10 or less going into the fourth quarter. They have it at 13 now. 43-30 with nine now from Shamar Killen. Chapman being hounded by LeClaire, picks it up, lost the handle again, turnover Red Knights. Yeah, that's the fourth this quarter, 15 for the Red Knights in this game. And with that, Muhlenberg with a chance to maybe get it to 10 if they can get the three here. But again, Muhlenberg struggling from beyond the arc. Daquan Burgess, Ros uh, Nico Ros Ros Rosa, excuse me, Nico Sosa checks into the game now for Redding High. Kamara out and Chapman out. And now we're going to get a whistle and a foul on the other end. No, Archie stepped on the sideline. Oh, he stepped on the end line. So Muhlenberg turns yeah. it right back. Costly turnover there for the Mules with 2.39 left to go in the third. Burgess looking for somebody to break open. Finally, it's Sosa. He gets it back to for Rosario, and the sophomore will take it across half court. Rosario, Cruz, Osumano, Sosa, and Burgess, the five out there for Francis Camaro's Red Knights. Rosario, a little stutter step, a little drive, and off the glass for two. That's his first points of the night. And it may be a dagger for the Mules. It's a 15-point lead. Collado drives, blocked again by the Red Knights. Sosa on the run out on a three on two to Cruz and two. That was Osumano's third block of the night <laughs> on Alex Collado. We got a timeout and we got a lot of words. We got Rosario and Killen John at each other. Daquan Burgess is literally tackling his teammate Rosario, dragging him to the bench. That's yeah, a good job by the officials to just kind of let that one go. And, it, and a good job by the Red Knight bench because somebody, because Rosario has been flirting with it for a yeah. while now. He's but been frustrated by yeah. some of the whistles tonight. And now he finally got his first bucket. And he expressed it in a not so good way after it was. The bucket counts. And it's a 47-30 lead now for running high. Right back up to 17. We just got done talking, Rich, about for Muhlenberg, yeah. a big spot. Still two minutes left to go in this third quarter. But this is crunch time for the Mules. They've got to keep Redding High at bay. Yeah, at arm's length. Daquan Burgess, big tip of the cap to him. A senior. Yep. Pulled Wesley Rosaria away from Shamar Killen and dr literally dragged him to the Redding bench to make sure that he didn't get a technical foul. Yeah, and depending on how, what, what the way things are and what happens, what you really have to be careful of is because if it goes too far, you aren't playing on Friday. Correct. Your team may win, but you might not be playing. I mean, again, if there's anything that, be termed, that is termed a fight, uh, you could be sitting on Friday night. So there's no sense in working real hard to get to the championship and then sitting and watching it. And in the case of the loser of this game, you could lose a player for the first Correct. round of districts. Right, because they're both going to move on into the district playoffs. Muhlenberg in the 5A bracket right now is slotted at the 11 spot and would play the number six seed on, on the road on Monday. Reading High is slated as the six seed in 6A and will play Tuesday night at the Geigel against the 11 seed, which right now is Penn Manor. Rosario still jawing at Killen. He, he's got to be careful. 150 to go in the third. Killen with the basketball. Rosario guarding it. Gives it up for LeClaire. Right back to Killen. Killen drives right at him. Scored the bucket and a foul. Shamar Killen scores and the foul. And that's going to be on Rosario. And that's his fourth. And he cannot believe the call. But there was contact. 
And that's been the problem for Wesley all night. He's just not accepting the fact that the fouls have been against him. And he's headed to the bench talking to himself again. Francis Kamara is trying to calm him down right. and trying to tell him, you did, you committed the foul. Right. And it puts Killen at the free throw line. They're trying to make this a three-point play now for the Mules. And he misses it. Tipped around and a nice job by Collado to come up with the rebound. Alex Collado kicks it out for Armstrong, who kicks it back for Collado. He was stripped and taken away by Sosa. Nico Sosa in the open floor with a floater and home. Yeah, Redding had the numbers. Four on two. Sosa took it himself in the middle of the court and scored. His first two points tonight makes it a 49-32. Redding high advantage with 1.15 to go in the third. Killen inside for Collado. Up and around and home. Finally, Alex Collado. And now a whistle after the play is over with. Collado's bucket should be counted. That, will, that does count. This is something with Yadiel Cruz. Maybe blood, it, maybe yeah. blood on his Yeah, jersey. there it is. There oh, yeah, I see you it can now. see it. Yep. I, I've, I've seen blood on uh, – Osumano has blood on his pants, and I've seen it on, I think, Kamara's pants too. 49-34 after the bucket for Alex Collado getting his first points of the night with 107 left to go in the third quarter. Muhlenberg, full court. They get it across to Kamara. It speaks to how physical this game has been. Yeah. Look at Kamara has it on the back on his yep. backside. Yep. Muhlenberg flying everywhere. Red Knights trying to play keep away. Kamara and Chapman catching it back and forth. How long do the Red Knights try to hold? Will they hold this? I know how long they'll try to hold it. How long will they be able to? With 40 seconds to go into third. Started this possession with 107. And it's down to 35. Francis Kamara wants them to hold for one shot. Will Muhlenberg's defense allow them to? They will turn it over before they have that chance. Jeremiah Kamara penetrated. Looked for somebody under the basket. Nobody was there. Threw it out of bounds. Jaden Kander back in for Muhlenberg with the four fouls. They need his offense with 29 seconds to go into third. Mules down by 15. They've got the ball. Killing across half court for Armstrong. The freshman drives, pulls up off the mark, and rebounded by Sosa. 15 seconds to go in the third. Red Knights again will try and hold for one here. Down to 10. Chapman gives it up for Kamara with nine. And back to Chapman. Kantner's got to be careful here. He's trying to guard Chapman. And he comes up with a steal. Jaden Kander, can he get the shot off to beat the buzzer? Back behind the back. No. They're going to wave it off. It was after the bucket. Great look, but it was definitely after the bucket. And so the score does not count. And after three, the score Redding, 49. Muhlenberg, 34. We'll take a timeout back with the final eight from Santander Arena on WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. The long day is winding to a conclusion. Eight more minutes left to play alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. The Redding Red Knights, 49. The Muhlenberg Mules, 34. 
as we get set to start the fourth quarter. Again, who will play Wilson in the boys championship game here at Santander Arena slated for an 8 o'clock tip. Wilson with a 59-46 win over Burks Catholic. Yeah, this has been an extremely physical game, a street fight, really. Uh, guys going at it. You know, we interviewed Wilson coach Matt Cauldron at halftime of this game. Bulldogs advancing to the championship game with a 59-46 win over Burks Catholic. And I, off the air, I said, boy, this has been a really physical game. He goes, I think I saw four fouls on the first possession of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even Tommy Hunsinger, the Wilson senior, said, this is being played at a different pace <laughs> than our game. Certainly intensity from the get-go. Muhlenberg with a basketball to start the fourth quarter. Shamar Killen trying to go through. Passed too many Red Knights, <laughs> yeah, really. and he ends up losing the basketball. He tried to dribble through about four <laughs> guys, and, and ended up the ball went off his hand. Reading ball. Milberg needs to cash in just about everything at this stage of the game. Down by 15, starting the fourth. Chapman beats the pressure, kicks it around for Kamara. Right elbow jumper for Kamara, not there. Battle for the ball. Archie tipped it, Killen has it. Milberg back the other way. Collado up ahead for Armstrong. He's going to catch and shoot a three that's well short and up and off the back of the top of the backboard, I should say, and over to Redding High. The one thing that the Mules have done well is keep Yadio Cruz off the offensive yes. glass. He hasn't had maybe one, maybe two at the most offensive second chance points. And they now. turn it over on the inbounds pass. The connection between Sosa and Cruz turns into yet another Red Knight turnover. And that is eight Wow. turnovers for the Red Knights. It's it's stunning, really, when you consider they're up 15 points and have committed 18 turnovers. It doesn't feel like it. I mean, they've, they've, they've been some sloppy moments, but they've looked pretty good, obviously. Kyle Archie for three. That's a line drive in short. And Usumano with a rebound for Cruz. Cruz stripped in the other end by Killen. Taken right back by Muhlenberg. Killen drives. Blocked by Osumano. Malik Osumano putting on a show. Chapman for Kamara. No good, but he's fouled. And that's Jeremiah it. Kamara hits the deck hard. Yeah, and that's it for Jeffrey Collado. That's his fifth foul. Killing shaken up after that drive and the block. But what a play again by Malik Osumano. Bob. Yadiel Cruz, five block shots. Malik Osumano, four block <laughs> shots. That's why they've been able to overcome the 18 turnovers. Part of You're the right. You are correct. Killing hit the floor. After putting up that shot, looks like he fell on his right elbow. In some noticeable pain on the stoppage, Jeremiah Kamara is going to be at the free throw line for Redding High shooting two. The foul was on Jeff Collado, and that's his fifth, so he's done. Drew LeClaire back in for the Mules with Kamara back at the free throw line. Jeremiah is six for six at the stripe tonight. And misses the first. Cruz with 12, Kamara with 11, and again, Osumana with a career-high 16 for Redding High tonight. The three and, Red Knights in double figures. And four blocks. <laughs> Correct. Terrific game for Malik Osumano. Tomorrow's second free throw is also no good, so a lost opportunity for Redding High. Neither team has scored yet through almost a minute into this quarter. Killen, guarded by Chapman, gives it up for Archie and then sets the screen for him. Archie drives, bounce pass for Collado, catch and shoot three is no good. Rebound is tipped around. Cruz trying to fight through a couple of defenders and has it, but airmails it over Chapman's head and a turnover right back by the Red Knights. That is 20 yep. 
turnovers for the Red Knights. Nico Sosa out. Daquan Burgess back in for Reading High. Justin Armstrong back in for the Mules. Drew LeClaire out. 6.50 to go in the ballgame. Still a 15-point Reading High lead because neither team has scored so far here in the fourth quarter. The other part of the reason why Reading has a 15-point lead, Alex Collado, 1 for 15 from the floor, averaging 15 a game. Almost gave it away, but good ball movement. Gets it back for Killen, an open three, not there. Archie skies above everybody for the putback, and now he's fouled. Yeah, really nice job on the offensive glass by Kyle Archie there. Outfought a couple of Red Knights for the basket for the basketball. Daquan Burgess gets called for the foul. His second first foul against Reading High here in quarter number four. We'll put Kyle Archie at the stripe. Archie one for two at the foul line tonight. Shooting two here. 64% free throw shooter in a year. Archie a year ago had averaged three and a half points per game. Ten and a half. And this is senior year. Misses the first of two free throws. As I said, at this quarter started, Rich, Muhlenberger has to cash in just about every opportunity they can. And one out of two at the free throw line and a turnover amongst the mixes so far for Muhlenberg in this quarter. 49-35, Red Knights on top. Burgess flying off balance, looking for a whistle, doesn't get it, and Killen has the rebound. Up ahead for Armstrong. Armstrong to the bucket, blocked by Cruz. Fight for the basketball, it's still loose. Chapman has it, deflected by Kantner. Osumano picks it up, up ahead for Cruz, who gets fouled. Frantic, not exactly pristine, but up and down the floor, and Yadiel Cruz ends up at the foul line. That one's going to be on Alex Collado. Yeah, Kantner backed off, obviously, because he has four fouls. Conceded the layup, but Collado fouled him on the other side. But again, another block by the Red Knights' back line of Cruz yep. and Osumano. Yeah, Cruz only has six block shots tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so the point production down a bit for Yadiel, who's averaging almost 23 a game. He's at 12 right now, but the defense has risen to the challenge. So he and Maliko Sumano have combined for 10 block shots. <laughs> and one out of two at the free throw line. So they've also combined for 29 points. And it's a 50-35 running high lead. Muhlenberg for Archie on the left wing. Drives at Osumano. Blocked again by Osumano. Picked up by Chapman. And steps between a double team and a foul. This one is going to be on Collado. His third. Muhlenberg's third. So not shoot shots yet for the Red Knights. Still 5.53 left to go in this one. But Redding on top by 15 again. Ashley Rosario back on the floor for the Red Knights. Kantner almost took it away from him. Now Rosario bringing it across half court for Chapman on the right wing. Chapman hounded by Kantner, dumps it off for Osumano, who scores and is fouled by Collado. That's three straight fouls now on Collado and four in the game, and Osumano with two more and a free throw. Osumano having a career night the younger brother of Mauro Sumano who, who is playing at Westchester University right now Mauro of course part of big part of the Red Knights state championship in 2021 when they upset Archbishop Wood Malik misses the free throw so it's a two-point play and a 52-35 and another block on the other end 
Unbelievable. Yadiel Cruz, block number seven. Milmberg, to their credit, keeps going after them, but they're, they're losing the battle time and time again. Mules will inbound. Swinging around to the corner for Colado. Again, a catch and shoot three, not there. Rebounded by Killen, blocked by Osumato. But right back to Armstrong for the bucket. Armstrong with the putback, his first field goal. 52-37, quickly the other end of the floor and a foul. It's gonna be on Armstrong. So the Mules going after everything, trying to shake the ball loose and Armstrong gets called for the foul on the reach. His first, Muhlenberg's fifth, so it's two shot foul time now for Redding Hawk. Since just about 20 seconds have passed, I'll <laughs> update you on the block shots. Yadiel Cruz with seven, Maliko Samano with six. Cruz, what, a, what a performance by those two big men for the Red Knights. Cruz gonna take a breather right now with Nico Sosa checking back in for the Red Knights. And Lick Chapman at the foul line for Redding Hot. Chapman with just four points so far and making five as he makes the free throw, but doing his usual chaos creating self. Also have helped draw that technical foul Correct. in the first half on Alex Collado, which was part of a seven point possession by the Red Knights. Two for two at the free throw line. Pushes it to a 17 point Redding High lead. 54-37 Red Knights on top. 5.05 left to go. Kantner off the screen from Archie. Step back for a three at the top. Again, no good. Tipped around, tipped again. And finally, Burgess comes away with it for running high. Chapman to the corner for Rosario, who will hold on to it. And he fouled by the Mules, puts running high on the line for two. Trap comes to Rosario, gives it up for Chapman. And Sosa and Rosario, Burgess and Osamano, four guards on the floor right now for running high, and there's the foul. Killen commits the foul, Sosa will be at the line. Just the first foul on Shamar Killen. Nico Sosa, first trip to the free throw line tonight, 67% on the season. Bob, am I, am I wrong here, but I don't think Muhlenberg has been able to cut it to under 12 points, which was their halftime deficit throughout the second half. Correct. I think they, no. Redding's led by at least 12 points. Right. All well, Redding half. scored the first four points right. of the second half and just kind of pushed it. It was 16 there. Muhlenberg creeped back a little bit, but it's now a 19-point advantage after Sosa's two for two at the foul line. 56-37. It's very difficult to make any kind of a run when you have two of your opponents blocking 13 shots. <laughs> Jamar Killing gets bumped and fouled, in addition to which, Muhlenberg just can't find anything from three-point no, no. range. Muhlenberg, it's, it's, their, it's their inability to score tonight, really. Right. I mean, they have played fairly good defense, forcing whatever it is, it's 20 turnovers, but really, they just haven't been able to get their, generate much offense. Foul called against Redding High's Daquan Burgess, putting Shamar Killing at the free throw line. And Killing makes the first. Killing in double figures with 12 now for Muhlenberg. Junior, 19 times he's been in double figures. Seventh in the county in scoring coming into tonight's game. at 16.2 points per game. And another free throw coming his way. Rosario again will come out. 
Jeremiah Kamara back into the game for Redding High. Killing second is not there, and Cruz has the rebound. 4.25 left to go. Redding High's lead is 18 points, 56-38 Red Knights. Trapped is Kamara, and timeout called. Redding High will call a timeout as Jeremiah Kamara was trapped right in front of the bench, and for that matter, right in front of his dad. And Francis Kamara will call the Redding High timeout with 4.15 to go in the game. And the Red Knights right now in control, up by 18 points. 30-second timeout for Redding. Muhlenberg looks like a beaten team right about now with 4.15 to go. They, like I said, they just they can't, they can't get on a run, any kind of run. They haven't been able to all night because of the defense by the Red Knights, especially the interior defense of Yadiel Cruz and Malik Osumanu. And you always talk about in, the, in this game in high school basketball, you want to be playing your best basketball in February. It's hard to believe that the Red Knights are not. Obviously, February just getting started. This is their third game since the month of February started, but going back to the tail end of January, Reading High right now is four minutes and 15 seconds away from winning 10 of their last 11 games. Yeah, they struggled early in the season. A lot of grumbling up on the castle on the hill, <laughs> uh, but boy, give Francis Kamara credit. He's really right of the ship. He has stayed patient through all of it. Again, he knew what he was going up against because of his close ties with Rick Perez, but when you're the guy that follows the guy, it's not an easy thing, and it's no. easy to be the target of fans. Plus, he's got a sophomore and a freshman in his starting lineup, so that makes the growing pains become that more evident, but now those freshmen and sophomores continue to mature. Bob, if Malik Osumano can play like this, huh. not just Friday night in the championship game, but in the District 3 6A playoffs, Redding's going to be very difficult yeah, to beat. You are right. Because he gives them something. He gives them an, another inside presence besides Cruz. And if they both are scoring, boy, they're, they're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out. Again, a combined 31 points for the two of them right now. And as amazing as that is, that's not the story. No, it's not the story at all. They have dominated the interior of that defense. They, they have prevented Muhlenberg from getting anything within five feet of the basket. Jeremiah Kamara's two for two at the foul line makes it a 20 point lead, but that quickly changes from Shamar Killen. Shamar Killen buries the three. 58 41, our score. Running high gets it across half court. Chapman, great find inside. Kamara count the basket and a foul. Nick Chapman the assist. Jeremiah Kamara the bucket. Yeah, that 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 is the dagger. 19-point lead with 3.53 to go. And that's the fifth foul, I believe, on Alex Collado. That is might, correct. I think he might have committed four of them here. He in did. The, in he the committed three quarter. of them in about two minutes. Yeah. So he is out. A frustrating night for Alex Collado, who finishes with just two points. Jeffrey Collado has already fouled out as well. Yeah, Alex Collado. Tough night, one for 16 from the field. Jeremiah Kamara at the free throw line again, and he makes that, and the Red Knight lead is back to 20 again, 61-41. Again inside, and this time fouled. Cantner sandwiched between a couple of Red Knights gets fouled. Still 3.48 left to go in this one, and it's gonna be on Osumano. That's his first. Which is amazing, because he has six <laughs> blocked shots, and that's his first foul. 
And the third against Redding High, but it is in the act, so Kantner will shoot two. I want to thank the folks at BCIAA as well for their help in allowing us to bring you these four games. Of course, under the executive director, Harry Seattle, Tom Legat, the basketball commissioner, working hand-in-hand -hand with everything going on today. Their job is not done. We'll be back here again on Friday for the girls' and boys' championship games live on WEU. Cantner makes them both. Jaden Cantner now with nine for the Mules and a 61-43 lead now for the Red Knights with 3.40 still left to play. Chapman, Rosario, Cruz, Kamara, and Xavier Beatty now on the floor. And Kamara again slips in behind the defense and scores two more. Yeah, Muhlenberg's overplaying everything, trying to cut off the passing lanes, and they let Kamara drive the baseline. 18 now for Kamara. Shot missed on the other end, and Cruz pulls down the rebound for the Red Knights. Cruz on the alley-oop for Beatty, mistimed it, gets the rebound from Beatty and puts it home. 65-43 now, Red Knights cruising with 3.05 to go. Kantner drives, lost the handle, LeClaire picks it up, kicks it out for Armstrong for three, that's no good. Rebound is controlled by Jeremiah Kamara and the Red Knights. Kamara now with a new career high with 18 points. And Osumano, right? They yep. both have career highs. Correct. Osumano's career high was... Monday against Google Valley with 13. He's got 18. Others stepping forward and raising the bar. There's a fine inside for Xavier Beatty, stripped out of his hands by Armstrong. Naquan Burgess, Nico Sosa back in for Redding High. 233 still left to go in this one. But the outcome starting to seem a bit inevitable as Yadiel Cruz will take a breather. Dick Chapman as well, two seniors who start for the Red Knights. Again, Redding High set right now to open up District 3 6A playoffs, which they are the defending champion there as well on Tuesday night. There's another find to Kamara up and home for two more. <laughs> Redding High toying right now with the Mules. With 2.14 to go. Archie stripped by Sosa, but he's out of bounds. So it'll stay Muhlenberg basketball. So Matt Flowers saw his team get beat up at the Geigel by Redding High in an 83-46 game. They recovered to beat a very good Fleetwood team in the quarterfinals. But having their issues again with Redding High tonight. And now a technical foul with Killen and Rosario going at it again. And they're both going. They bo Official Jim Murray had yeah, enough. That's enough. He had enough. And I, I don't blame him Absolutely. one bit. Rosario and Killen. 2-1 yep. and 1-1. One, one. Yep. Yep. That's it. And, you know, is he – does he get – no, that's his now, first technical. That's yeah, right. It's first correct. technical. That's if right. he gets ejected, then he's not playing. But that's it's his fifth foul. Correct. He and got to be fouled out. Yeah. Correct. Matt Flowers is lobbying his side. The officials are going to talk this over, and I believe in terms of what the protocol is now with two technical fouls. I honestly, you no. know, like it, it's been going on all yeah, night. It's, and, it's, and, way, it's, and, it's, and, it's and absolutely And actually the justified. referees have shown a lot of restraint. Correct. 100% agree. And now that the game is out of hand, 
They're not going to put up with it. Right, because the next thing that's going to happen is not just going to be jawing with one another, and right. that's what they're trying to prevent. Yep. So it's Kyle Archie going to the line to shoot two. Now, we couldn't see. There was jawing, so we don't know. And I don't think we saw any shoving or pushing. No. But no, they, just got, they got in immediately to stop it. Matt Flowers is... I believe arguing that his guy shouldn't have been called for the T, yeah. that yeah. it was the, kind of the, the started it, he, they started it mentality, but it's yeah. been going on for a while. Yeah. Kyle Archie at the free throw line for the technical foul shots for Muhlenberg, makes the makes first and the second. And now let's see who shoots the free throws for Redding, I assume, if, uh, that, that if Hillen got charged right. with the T. I think, I mean, I would think Redding's gonna shoot free throws. Um. Nope. No. I think I think the situation was I think there was a foul, and then the two tees. And it's almost the two tees are kind of nullifying each other, and so Redding High gets the ball here, and it's not yeah, at half I guess court. That's what it is. Correct. Because be on a technical foul, normally you get the yep. ball at half court. They're yep. getting it on the baseline. Yep. So Karchi makes the two. Redding High has the ball. Rosario is done. That was his fifth foul. Right now, Redding High trying to play with the basketball for a little bit with 150 left to go. Kamara guarded by LeClaire. Looking for somebody to come to it. It's Burgess after the trap. Burgess works his way through that trap and lost the handle and turned it over. Yep. Turnover number 21. Muhlenberg basketball gets it back with 137 to go. Jaden Cantner, Justin Armstrong, Kyle Archie, Drew LeClaire, Shamar Killen, the five on the floor for the Mules. So if you're looking to come out for a night of championship basketball, again, Friday night, doubleheader, 10 bucks is the ticket to come in and watch both games as the Mules drive inside, come up empty, and Redding High comes up with a basketball. One. 15 to go. Kamara trying to get control of it. Turned it over. Kantner comes up with it. Kantner trying to go from one end to the other. Not there. Redding High comes down with a rebound. Beatty up ahead for Sosa. Sosa will lay it in. I think he wanted to dunk it but couldn't get high enough but he still laid it in. Bob, so Wilson and Redding will play for the boys championship Friday night at 8. Redding swept the season series. Correct. And the first game, Wilson at the Geigel. Wilson had an eight-point lead the middle of the third quarter. Redding playing without Nick Chapman rallied to win that game and then defeated Wilson and Westlawn in another tight game. So uh, that'll be interesting. It's just definitely a contrast in styles. No doubt about that. So, yeah, again, if you missed it, behind 30 points today from Maddox Gruber, Wilson beat Burks Catholic 59-46. And a terrific defensive job by Tommy Hunsaker and Tommy McFadden. And two key steals by Cam Zulinger in the middle of the fourth quarter. Again, we've had interviews with all of the players and coaches throughout the day. You can see those interviews up on our social media pages, both on Facebook and Twitter. 830weu.com. Muhlenberg with a basketball, taking some shots now with some substitutions coming into the game. Matt Marte into the game for Muhlenberg. Eli Hemming into the game, and there's a bucket inside by the Mules. And Muhlenberg gets the two, makes it a 
69-47 game. It's all window dressing at this point in time where the Reading High Red Knights are going to go back to try and defend their title. Reading will be looking for a 26th Burns County Championship. Their third straight. Yep. As the final seconds, 10 seconds that is, will tick down and the Red Knights will move on and play Wilson in the Burks Championship game here on Friday night. The final score, Redding 69, Muhlenberg 47. We'll take a timeout back with our postgame show. Words with winning coach Francis Kamara, our Judd Firestone Plumbing player of the game, our Angstab Family Dental play of the game, and much more when we get back to Santander Arena after this on WEU, the voice of Berks County and beyond. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Wyoming. MNLS number 128501. You have auto insurance because, let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states. Patent pending. Welcome back to our post-game show, the Reading Red Knights, with the victory tonight over Muhlenberg. Final score, Red Knights 69, Muhlenberg 47. A tremendous performance tonight by the Red Knights, and they are moving on to the county championship game. Rich Garcella is on the floor with two key members, Maliko Zamano and Francis Kamara. Rich, take it away. Thanks, Bob. We're here with the Reading High boys coach, Francis Kamara, and Red Knights senior Maliko Sumano after the Red Knights' victory over Muhlenberg in the boys' semifinal. Malik with a career high, 18 points, six blocked shots. Malik, it seemed like you guys dominated inside you and Yadiel. What was the secret behind that? Um, honestly, there was no secret. Uh, just the second time we played them, we knew what we had to do to win, and the easiest way to score was inside. I knew coming into this game that they were going to help off me a lot. We knew that they were going to. Their main focus was Yadiel, so when he got the ball in the post, we would all just try to cut and get open to get easy baskets. What is it about, what happened to you this week offensively? You had a career high in the quarterfinals, another career high tonight. You're kind of stepping up your game. How has that happened? Your offensive game, how has that happened this week? Um, just bring energy and practice and staying aggressive. Like he, like he tells me every game, they might sag off me and just respond. So I just did my best and I responded. 
How physical was this game? It was really <laughs> physical. I know. I knew coming into this game that we were the more physical team and we were the more better team. He preaches that every day, and we just had to show it. That was it, and we did show it tonight. What does it mean to you as a senior to be playing in the championship game Friday night here? Um, it means a lot. Um, the job, job's not finished. Uh, it was a great win, and just to win the day tomorrow and come ready Friday. Malik, thanks a lot. We'll see you Friday night. Thanks for a lot. I'm going to talk to Coach Kamara. Francis, how hard was it to get them ready for tonight, knowing that you beat this Muhlenberg team by 35 points last week? Or was it hard? These guys are up for the challenge. Um, these guys have been working through adversity all year long. Um, and at this point in the season, it's not hard to get them up for anything. These guys are ready. They want it. They're hungry. Um, they feel underrated, and they want to play hard, and they want to prove it. And these guys were just up for the challenge today. We knew they were going to come out confident, playing hard, big chip on their shoulder, right? Um, they're a good team. They're a very good team, right? And we got the best of them last time, but we knew, we knew that, that it was not going to be that same kind of result. We knew they were going to adjust, and they were going to come play better, and they did. And we just responded. That's all. How important was the interior defense of Malik and Yadiel Cruz tonight, who had seven blocks? Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. Um, Yadiel never gets love for his defense. Yadiel is an amazing help defender. Yadiel is one of the best rebounders in the county. Um, and today he didn't have big points, but he helped us on the defensive end, right? Usually Malik's the guy helping us defensively turn around with 18 points. We talk about it all the time. Any five can get it done. All right. Malik understood that they were going to sag off him. They weren't going to defend him much. And he took advantage of it. He slashed. He finished with power at the basket. And, I mean, like I said, Yadiel's not going to come out and score 25 a game. We got guys that can put the ball in the basket, and they step up when their name's called, and they took advantage of the opportunities. I asked you this last week, but why do you think you guys have been able to make this late surge, winning nine of your last 10 or 10 of your last 11 now, I think? It's just growth. You know, every day we work on habits. We get better at our habits every day. And that's all it is. We're just getting better and better at what we're doing. And we continue to work at it, and we're not satisfied. And that, that, these are the results you see. Um, we're going to continue to get back in the gym tomorrow. We're going to be working hard, all right, just like we have been all season long, trying to grow and be better tomorrow than we were today. What are your thoughts on playing Wilson here Friday night for the championship? It's going to be a tough dog fight. You know, they're always prepared. Um, they don't do anything to beat themselves. you got to go out and beat them. And with the way we're playing, um, as long as we take care of you know, take care of the basketball, do a good job. We're playing some, some really good defense right now, and, and I'm loving it. Um, we have to do a good job of playing some better defense. and take, We have to do a better job taking care of the basketball. Um, they, will, they will definitely take advantage of your mistakes, and we just have to limit our mistakes and continue to get good shots every possession. Francis, thanks a lot. We'll see you Friday night. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Francis Kamara picks up the W and has a chance to win his first Berks County Championship on Friday night. He stands up against the Wilson Bulldogs. We'll take a timeout back with our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game, our Angstad Family Dental Play of the Game, and we'll wrap up a day of basketball on WEU. We'll return after this. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. 
They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at UECU.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Reading community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Welcome back to our post-game show, our player of the game, brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing. Whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for remodeling a bathroom or kitchen, it's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call them at 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Well, I think Rich Garcella pretty much tipped our hand on our player of the game. Maliko Zumano, who we just talked to a moment ago. Again, if, if you want to see these interviews, they've been great, and we appreciate the great response we've gotten on social media on our Facebook account, at, on 830WEU Facebook account and Twitter. You can see all of those videos. We've been having them all day long with players and coaches. Great stuff. And thanks to the kids and the coaches for making it, put it all together. But Malik Osumano with his career-high 18 points and, as Rich said, six block shots and a bunch of rebounds to go along with it. Stepping up big time for the Reading Red Knights. And he is our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game. Friends, Jeremiah Kamar also with a career-high. He had a big fourth quarter, nine of his career-high 20 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Yadiel Cruz, it's funny, funny to me, Rich, that Francis Camaro said, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, okay, so Yadiel Cruz didn't have a big scoring night. He had 15. 15 points. <laughs> That's how but, good he's been but, offensively. But he made a much bigger impact Correct. at the defensive end with seven block shots. He and Maliko Sumano did not allow Muhlenberg to get anything inside. 
And that's a big part of Muhlenberg's success with Alex Collado and Shamar Killen getting to the basket. That's what makes them go, and they were not able to do that tonight. Shamar Killen finishes with 15, the only mule in double figures, Archie and Kander with nine each. So let's take a look now for our play of the game, brought to you by Angstad Family Dental. Let their family take care of your family. Visit angstadfamilydental.com for more information. It's really more of a scenario, if you will, of what happened to change the complexion of this basketball game. It was back and forth through the first quarter and into the second quarter. We had five ties at one point at 18-18. But it was the scenario in which Redding High got fouled. Nick Chapman got fouled. There was some jawing between between Chapman and Collado. Collado got hit for the tee. So two foul shots. Excuse me, Kamara got fouled. Jeremiah Kamara stepped to the foul line, made two, got the two free throws at the foul line, and then they got the ball back. They got it to Osumano, who scored and got fouled. It was a three-point play. It's a seven-point play. Seven-point possession, and that really uh, was the beginning of the end for the Mules and and Redding. But, you know, Redding went on to win by 22, but Redding's defense was just spectacular tonight. I mean, Alex Collado limited to two points, came into the game averaging 15, um, and, and much of that credit should go to Nick Chapman, who we know is one of the best defenders in Berks County. Um, just a, just an outstanding performance because this was an intense physical game. Muhlenberg wanted to make, I don't know about gain revenge, but they definitely wanted to have a better showing than they did last week at the Geigel when they lost by 35, 37 points. And, and they played really hard, and it, we saw blood on uniforms and so on and so forth. But Redding matched Muhlenberg's toughness and maybe exceeded it. Um, and, and Yadiel Cruz and Maliko Sumano, to me, were, are the stories of this game. And so championship night is now set. Again, girls' game is at 6, boys' game is at 8. The girls' game is why missing against Wilson, and the boys' game is Wilson against Redding. That's the matchups after our gov- coverage of basketball again today. I want to say, again, another thank you for the people who helped allow us to make this happen, first and foremost, with John and Christine Treese and the Treese Media Group for their vision and their their interest in keeping high school sports a major piece of the puzzle for WEU Radio moving forward. Thanks to Sean Tansky back at the WEU studio. He went through all four of these games, keeping the show on the road. Thanks to Jeff Nolan, our sports director. Thanks to Daryl Dobas and Jake Starr for jumping in and being a part of our broadcast team. Thanks to my colleague, Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. We'll have them both for you Friday night, right back here at Santander Arena. 5.45 will be our pregame show for the girls' game, and we'll stay here for the boys' game on championship night. High school basketball reaches the county championships, and they are live right here on WEU, the voice of Berks County and beyond. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you on Friday night. WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. 
Berks County High School Basketball, presented by Cross Keys Insurance, only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond, and online at 830weeu.com.